Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Novel. This show contains adult material, references to drugs, and swearing. You have been warned. I don't care how confident you are, you won't throw me into a kayak, <laughs> to be honest. Say so if you were going on a date tomorrow, and uh-huh. I said to you, you can't do anything involving alcohol or food, okay. what would the date be? Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Are you bored of modern dating? Meeting the same people from the same apps in the same bar you've only chosen because it's close to your house and you can make your usual quick getaway? It's time to change the narrative on how we find love. It's time to start looking for love in all the wrong places. I'm going on a wild dating adventure, only picking people who are the total opposite of my type. And after 28 of these dates in two months, Will I find that special someone? Or will this experiment prove that I should just give up on dating altogether? It's time to find out. I'm Grace Campbell, and this is 28 Dates Later. Hello, my darling Dan. Hello there, my sweet baby Grace. Oh, I love that. Do you like this voice? No. Why not? You sound like you're holding in a massive ship. I am. <laughs> I always am. Or is it holding me in? <laughs> it's holding you together. I had IBS for ages, actually. That's good. Yeah. Did you change something in your diet? 
Um, no. That's really good. Yeah, I don't know what's happened. That's good. IBS, like, not, not that I'm a doctor, but, like, is also quite linked to anxiety, like, oh, yeah, stress and anxiety. So maybe you're just feeling less anxious. Yeah, I've actually reached balance in my life. That's good. I've reached Balenciaga. Okay, so you start this one, Dan. Uh, okay, so today you went on a date with a woman. Yeah. How gorgeous. Gorgeous. This was really, a really, actually, I really enjoyed this day. I've never been on a date with a woman. Like, uh-huh. I've gotten with women, uh-huh. but I've never dated a woman. But it's definitely something that I want to do. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I know, like, having so many gay friends, like, I know that this is a, a real... Wait, what? <laughs> I thought I was the only one. <laughs> Dan, I'm in so many WhatsApp groups where it's just me and gay men. Yeah, it's called, like, uh, Dick Pigs uh, Lanzarote 2020. Dick, Dick Pigs. <laughs> but there's a weird sort of confusing situation, which I've had with girls before, where because you're bonding, because you're, you're also just bonding and you could be friends, mm. right? Whereas, like, I don't know, I felt like we could have been flirting, but I also didn't know because I was like, we'd, we just could be just, like, friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know, I feel like my lines with men are so much more obvious because I don't really have male friends anymore. I've shagged them all. Yeah, and I think it's also, like, that thing of, like, um, like I'm quite flirtatious all the time. Yeah, because like, I know you have friendship. this a lot with straight men. Baby, I went to a fucking uh, a straight wedding the other day. This is verbatim what was said to me. This guy was like, oh, hey, he's like, I like talking to you, it's quite flirty. And I was like, okay. And he was like, yeah, I think I'm probably, like, 10% gay. And I was like, cool. And he was like, and you're the kind of guy that, like, if I was gay, I'm like, I've had sex with you, you're, the, you're, like, my type. And I was like, cool. And then he was like, maybe maybe 5%. And I was like, maybe I'll wait for that 5% then. And he was like, but I wouldn't do it. And I was like, don't worry, I'm, I'm not coming on to you. This did not happen. Swear to God. That's insane. Swear to God. And it's like, baby... Also, how can you be like, you're my type, I would get with you, and but now my percentages have decreased because don't you dare think I'm going to get with you. It's yeah. Like, but, shut the fuck up. But what is that giving me? Like, what do you But when was I be? even trying to get with you? You've oh. just come up to me and basically told me you fancy me but also are rejecting me all in one sentence. Yeah, it's like, oh, thank you, sir. Yeah. Because I really want to really have sex with you and eat out that dirty, haunted wicker basket of an ass. <laughs> you're okay. No hygiene. Okay, so how did you meet? What was she like? What was the vibe? I was set up with her. Um, so it was like, you know, recommended by a friend, nice. which is always a nicer feeling than meeting someone online. A nice little Yelp review. Exactly. And she was so, like, gorgeous and also so stylish. She was mm. wearing this coat that, like, I would do anything for. Um, anything. And Anything. I'd murder her for it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, but she was gorgeous. She looked like, have you watched The Marvelous Miss Maisel? I think a little bit, maybe. So she looked like the the, girl, the main actress in that whose name has left me, but I think it's Rachel something, but maybe I'm making that up. She looked just like her. She had this, like, really striking, like, amazingly pretty face. Oh, um, I, I hope to God one day someone describes me as that. I describe you as that. An amazingly pretty face. But you said to me earlier that somebody told you that they wished that they'd met you before they got... Their nose done. Yeah. because yeah, they wanted my nose. Yeah. I do have a great nose. You have a great nose, as do I. As do you. Yeah. Oh my god, we're just two beautiful we're girls sitting perfect, on the couch. Perfect nose look. Recording girlies. a little podcast. Yes. Wow. God is good. <laughs> if she's there. So yeah, we sat down and had a drink. She wasn't drinking, and so I didn't either. I had a non-alcoholic beer, if you were wondering. Wow. The evolution of self. I know. Look at me, the growth. <laughs> my type is very varied, but I think at the core of like everyone I've ever dated is confidence. Yeah. People who like themselves and just assert themselves. I like throwing people into situations, like yeah, first off yeah, the bat yeah. and seeing how they react to them. Yeah, I think that's... And being like, yeah. okay, I know now. 
because you can like go on like what do you mean days. like social situations yeah social situations yeah, like, like be like come out yeah, with all yeah, my friends yeah, yeah. or like let's do that. like yeah. let's I don't know go kayaking or something yeah yeah something yeah. where it's not just you sat down having a drink because anyone could be anyone at that point and it's so easy to yeah. perform I don't know if it's because men are a plague, but straight away from like love the her. dates that I've been, we've been listening to, I love her. I love her. No, and her, she yeah. has such a nice voice. Yeah, and she's like, there's an energy to it, and it's like nice. But do you know, she was like younger than us. She was like 26, I think. I am 21. <laughs> <laughs> she was so emotionally evolved. I, I was love like, that but imagine saying like, my type is confident people. That's like, so nice. It's though. such a great thing to say, yeah. and you are so aware of yourself mm. and you have high standards of behaviour like you want people to assert themselves and you know that you like challenging people like she's so self-reflective like yeah. I feel like I uh, do stuff like that but in a self-destructive way where like sure. I'll like someone and so I'll throw them in a situation to maybe sabotage the relationship because <laughs> like I'll take them to a dinner party with all of my crazy friends who take shrooms and end up like pretending to faint Okay, I was not there. That was not me. Uh, <laughs> no, but I um, I don't care how confident you are. You won't throw me into a kayak, <laughs> to be honest. But no, I like her vibe. It's like a good, like between you, like nice tit for tat. I remember you spoke about a date that you went on where you went to like a games cafe with like loads of games. Oh, yeah. But yeah. what apart from that, like what would be, okay, say if you were going on a date tomorrow and uh-huh. I said to you, you can't do anything involving alcohol or food. Okay. What would the date be? Fucking. <laughs> uh, no, Am I, I right? Know. Like, for me, like, I like to go see something. Like, I quite like, um, like, my first date, we'll chat, catch up, like, get to know each other. The second date, I like to, like, go see something so we can talk about something present and, like, a cultural experience. But see, but would you, because then I'm, like, going to see something like a film or the theatre, you yeah. can't speak through it. Yeah, but I quite like that sometimes. <laughs> but like, I quite like someone's, like, because it, it says a lot about someone, how they react to, like, uh, are do you know what I mean like they, they have an opinion of something and like uh, for me I, I like someone to have like a, a creative vocabulary and like so I can like connect with them by sharing similar creative passions that's true and also you can see the kind of like intellectual level that they're on on, yeah. on how they sort of like respond to things and interpret things exactly like. and I think it's also nice in terms of like dating is experiencing something new so I wouldn't mind someone being there like hey have you ever done this and and as long as it's not like I don't know like something uh, too sport-based. Like, I don't want to do anything exercise-based, really. But, like, if they were like, do you want to try this out? I'd be like, yeah, that sounds real fun. I do agree. I feel like because I... And we both have, like, grown up in a culture that's so oriented around alcohol. Mm. It's just for me if somebody said, hey, should we go this do this, like left field thing that I've never done before my immediate mind reaction would be like ick, ick something wrong something wrong something wrong because it's the cool thing is to just go for a drink but actually it's so basic Yeah. and like she said it's really easy to perform as the person you want them to think you are at a drink yeah and it can be so boring to say the same fucking things again and again and again like it's quite nice to like do something and like experience something first hand together I agree yeah Yeah. like I've, I've got friends who like meet someone and then the person's just like, I'm going away tomorrow. Like, for Do, the you weekend. Do you want to come? Do you want to come? Bitch, someone take me away from Why has that never happened to me? Honestly. Why has that never happened to me? I don't know. It's never happened to me either. Mm. But I then I guess like, there is an th- element of safety. Like, I'm not sure I would just go away with like a complete stranger. Yeah, true. But I mean, if you're going to try and kill me, maybe I'm ready. <laughs> well, maybe let's just do it somewhere hot. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind if you're taking me somewhere exotic and then murder me. <laughs> It's like I always say, like, if you're going to murder me, just fuck me first. Do you know what I mean? 
Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts. 
so I realised that um, for like the beginning of the day, one of my boobs had been out. My nipples out. I'm wearing <gasps> the smallest bra. <laughs> oh, yeah. the wearing this man, this, this man in the pub was like, my nipples out. Like, he said something. Mm. See, to I wouldn't fair. say anything. Yeah, but it was by accident. But I would, like... But would you, okay, for example, I was having this argument with someone the other day. If you um, were with someone and they had really bad breath, would you tell them? If it was a friend, yeah. If it was someone you were getting with, would you tell them? Yes. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. But if it was, like, a stranger and they had their nipple out or they had bad breath, I would never say anything. Yeah, I don't know. No, I wouldn't say... I, I, wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't say to a stranger, you have bad breath, because why are you so close that I can smell your breath? <laughs> why can I smell your breath? Get away from me. But, like, I think I had this argument with my friend because she'd gotten with this guy and then I was getting my vape. And, and she, she was, like, messaging me, like, oh, my God, he's in my bed and his breath smells so bad. I was like, so don't fucking brush his teeth, like... That's fine. You're allowed yeah. to say like you I have would bad say, breath. oh, you can borrow my toothbrush. If yeah, they yeah, straight yeah. That's over, what I'd be like, oh, I'm like, you can go and use my toothbrush before you can kiss me. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm not smelling your fucking breath. Okay, so your nip was out, but the important question is, was it your good tip? Both are good, first of all. I don't mean, don't offend me. But it, it was broad daylight, daytime. Kids could see me, so I, I can understand like why it would be a bit inappropriate for one of my tits to be out. I guess, but everyone needs an education sometimes. That is it? true. No, and, they, you know, it's lucky them for it to be, like, my boo. Yeah. You know what I mean? What, like, two great tits? Claim to fame. <laughs> <laughs> also, love, uh, let me get my vape. Yeah. Let me get my vape. <laughs> Baby addiction to vaping, though. Yeah. Oh, uh. God, love a vape. <laughs> The other day I was like trying to open a Lost Mary, you know, got a little like the tit, like the foil package, and I cut my lip on it, and I was like, okay, an injury for being Gen Z. <laughs> wow, wow. You know, after COVID, I lost my smile so much, really? so I like can't tell if I don't like someone's smile. I'm like, you're like, yeah, no idea, <laughs> no That's idea what you really smile nice. like. I've I stopped dating someone because yeah, their smile. I did it yeah. once. Like, yeah. I was seeing this guy and I like was so into him. I really, really like him. And then like fourth time we met up and we like got together and I was like, whoa. Like he'd he'd been at work all day and like fair enough he hadn't had a shower, but I was like, he literally stinks. Disgusting. And it's, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, it's really disgusting. like every part of yeah. my body is like, get this person away yes, from me. And you actually- I have had a situation before where someone's had bad breath, like we were like hooking up and I just I I, I don't know why I this is something I need to figure out in myself, right? I, I, I please too much. Like, I, I get worried about offending somebody, especially in an intimate environment, that they might not like me or, like, they might, like, go or something. Very much giving, Daddy, why did you leave? Mm-hmm. But, like, this person had bad breath and I, it really took me out, but I just couldn't be like, baby, have you already eaten ass? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> did you eat ass before I came? Because you're putting the hell in halitosis. Oh, no, no. Yeah, it was, but I just no. wish, but I just, in those moments, like, I wish I was... Confident enough. It's like it's like haircut, right? Like it's like those moments is, where like someone's like, cutting your hair and you're like, love it, and you're like, I hate this. But to that point, why would you be worried about offending someone when their breath is really bad? Do you know what I mean? Like you should more yeah. save the situation, be honest, because otherwise you're never gonna see them again because their breath smells like shit. Yeah, I mean, I remember one time like I was seeing this guy and he didn't shower as much as I'd like him to, which is like such a thing I don't need in my life. I remember being like, maybe like before we'd have sex in the morning. Maybe like we shower, that'd be quite hot. Because I was like, I need to figure out a way that we do this because like, I don't want to be going down on you and just smell like. No, I know it's really bad. I was once getting with a guy and he had travelled from another place to come and see me. 
And he arrived and he smelled so bad that the second he walked in, I was like, I'm really sorry, I'm going to need you to have a shower before you can have sex. So he had a shower. You, you whack out the hose, put him in the garden, <laughs> just shower him down. And then he got out of the shower and he kind of still smelled. And I was oh. like, oh, I feel like this is like a more a problem. But it's an animal thing, right? Smells is attraction. Like, it is. The way no, 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 no. Smell smell is the most important thing to me. Smell really? and voice. Smell and voice, yeah. Wow. And obviously, he's over six foot four, like eight <laughs> inch and above. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to be rich. Got at least a hundred grand in the bank. Yeah, but got like, to find me Also, funny. smell and voice. Yeah, have some flowers with them. Yeah, uh, rubby poetry. <laughs> um, so that's it. That's it. I'm not asking for much. Then she she said something very cute and endearing about herself. Okay. I I actually I'm a bit scared of the dark. Oh, really? Yeah, it's getting worse. Really? It's not getting better, it's definitely getting worse. Because I was really scared of the dark when I was younger, but yeah. now I'm not. So I was on a date with somebody, and we'd gone back to their place, and I literally was like, I'm bursting for the loo, but the hallway is dark, and I don't know where the light is. And I had to finally be like, can you come with me to the bathroom? And she was like, what? And I was like, can you come with me to the bathroom? I'm really scared of the dark. <laughs> that was really cute. And she was like, you, you're joking. <laughs> That's oh, really cute. I'm being deadly serious. <laughs> She's like, do you want me to hold your hand? I was like, no. No, 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 just come with me. <laughs> I'm fine. me. <laughs> Absolutely fine. I just need you to walk me there. And then, like, potentially if the lights are going to be one of those ones that turn on and off, yeah, you're going to yeah, need yeah, to yeah, wait. Yeah. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> nah, fair. I guess, I mean, everyone's got fear. Everyone's got fear. What's yours? Me. Being alone? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, um... As I get older, small spaces kind of freak me out a little bit because I'm so big. Like, I remember there was this thing where I used to go to Devon and see my grandparents and they'd converted this church into like a playing area and there was this like one bit in this playing area where you'd have to like crawl on your belly through this tight little tunnel and like, every two metres had like a little circle breathing hole and it was like a maze. But there'll be a point if like a kid came in from the other way, you'd just be trapped. And like, I remember being trapped in that and it like really freaked me out. But like, that I'm trying. Horrific. It was real bad. But like, it's not phobia level. So I'm trying not to put like energy behind it because I don't want it to become you something that's not. You can feed into a fear quite a lot. Like, I have a really big phobia of escalators. I don't know if you know this, but I like. <laughs> yeah. I like hate escalators the two so nuns. much. Yeah, the two nuns. <laughs> Wait, tell the story. So when I. So I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've had none of it. <laughs> Go on. So when I was a child, me and my family went on holiday to Rome and we got to like a metro station in Rome and it was shut. And I said to my parents, I was like, why is the metro station shut? And my dad said, oh, because an escalator broke and it opened up and it ate up two nuns. <laughs> and then a man trying to save the nuns went to pull the nuns out of the escalator and lost his arm, right? <sighs> so from then on, I developed this horrific fear of escalators. So whenever I was on one, I was imagining it opening up and eating me. And then I mentioned it in front of my dad like a couple of years ago and he was like Grace that was obviously a joke <laughs> oh, was the first time those two nuns got ate up good for them <laughs> that is so funny my grandfather he's like started to get Alzheimer's and it's just like lifted the barrier of, of boundaries yeah. and he just talks about everything and you're like okay that's a lot and like my grandmother died three years ago or something and he started dating like you're lying he's you're lying. 83 years old and he's dating like three women still now with alzheimer's yeah like he's, he's got like a touch he's got, yeah yeah my grandma's like, got he's, he's completely well. fine yeah, yeah. but he'll like oh my god that's amazing exactly but the weirdest thing is he like starts telling you stuff and you're like 
I'm your granddaughter. I do not want to know. I don't want to know that. Like, that's like one step too far. Like, he said the other day that the woman that he was dating asked him if she could look in his bedroom at something, and he was like, yeah, of course. He leaves her in there, and he goes to check on her in, like, 15 minutes. He was like, well, she's been a long time. What's she doing? Comes into the bedroom, and she's fully naked in his bed, apparently. Like, they're in their 80s, and I'm not being ageist, but I was quite like, wow, wow. that's very forward for that generation. Wow. I live. I, like, I honestly... So I'm obsessed with Grace and Frankie. Do you watch Grace and oh Frankie? Oh my god, it's I my love Grace favorite like comfort TV yeah, show. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And the way that they like portray like that age yeah. when you're a single person, mm. it's lit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It yeah. can be lit. You can be there in the retirement home shagging around. Yeah, legit. And also like because like our idea of an old generation is like our grandparents or like people who were still affected by like the rigidity, rigidity, rigidity. Of, uh, of like, uh, you know, the oppressive Victorian-esque, like, Catholic religious country. So, like, they still have that still on them a little bit. But, like, imagine us old. Like, we're already not like that. So, like, it can only get worse. God, that's so true. I've never even thought about that. That I mean? is so true because now it's, like, a kind of rarity. Like, that's that story is, like, rare. Like, my grandma's been single since my granddad died nearly 30 mm. years ago. Mm. But now, you're so right. Like, we're all going to be, like... Baby. <laughs> Pumping care, everyone. Orgies. There will be Can't STDs wait. rifing around. But they, that's the thing, though. They no, have, like, I know. Spikes of STDs in old people's homes. I know. Because I, but keep I going love in that. Do you know how happy them. that makes me? Do you know how happy it makes me? Yeah, baby. Thinking about like actually how fun old age can be because I feel like it's portrayed as like such a negative thing, and that's why I think Grace and Frankie is like actually groundbreaking television. Because watching Grace and Frankie, I'm like, I want to be an old woman. Yeah, I want to be a chic old rich woman on a beach. That's all I want. Yeah. I do remember one time I was like a child and, and I was at my grandparents and I came down the stairs and I heard my granddad on the phone and it was his birthday and he was speaking to his mate and he was like. Uh, shouldn't even give me a blowjob last night and also that week I found out that my nan had fake teeth for the first time and I was like so she it, it was in my head I was like oh god no not my nan sucking my granddad's dick but then also thinking but if she did Does she teeth take out, out gummy mum a great blowjob but, but that's a great blowjob a great uh, baby, a if I get my te- mouth honestly that's all you that's all you want is no teeth no teeth no, no teeth. teeth okay I personally love this person like I think she's got a great energy a great vibe I think I love how like her ethos is like knowing who she is and wanting to be around people who are similar did you vibe it did you enjoy it we did it? yeah and we, we said that we would maybe go to a sex party or like one of hey. those events together yeah and we followed each other on Instagram with her granddad with her granddad and my grandma because <laughs> I was thinking oh my god let's get Linky her out of the house introduce yeah. it yeah exactly we, yeah we said that we followed each other and we said that we would go to a party together which I would love to do yeah and it was a really good experience and definitely mm. like I think I'm so like stuck in heterosexuality in like loads of different ways but it's something that I'm exploring now and so it was a great first date to have with a woman and it's so important I think those first few steps into like looking at queer relationships uh, for there to be like safety and positivity and like just to know that like this thing that has been like bred in us to be scary and and, and, and the, the, the fear of the unknown in actual reality it's, it's, it can be beautiful. It can be, exactly. Yeah. Women are obviously, like... Superior. Amazing. Yeah. Next time on 28 Dates Later. When you introduce the guy with the beard, because our previous dates have all been so, like, out there, I just automatically thought, like, he was a beard for someone. Uh. I was like, oh, no, no, he just has a beard. Oh, thank God. This is right up my street. Okay, let's go.
28 Dates Later is produced by Novel for iHeartRadio. For more from Novel, visit novel.audio. The series is presented by me, Grace Campbell, with help from Ros Purcell and Dan Y. The producer is Diggory Waite. The executive producer is Claire Broughton. Our editors are Maithili Rao and Max O'Brien. Production management from Cherie Houston and Charlotte Wall. Willard Foxton is our creative director of development. Novel. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and in the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.